Yes, and welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast, the podcast where me, Lyle Perez, takes on 31 episodes, each of them of a Halloween theme for the month of October. And uh, today, again, I am joined by my good friend, April. Hi, everybody! And he said 31, and I want bubblegum. 31 for bubblegum, huh? Well, I, I hear 31, I think of Baskin and Robbins. I think of Baskin and Robbins. I want bubblegum. Bubblegum ice cream. Ready, let's go. 31 flavors, huh? Mm Mm-hmm, that's what I'm ready for. You know what, though? I'm not much of a big fan of ice cream. I freaking love ice cream, and I find it hysterical that the only place we can get the Baskin and Robbins ice cream is, like, across the street from where the Dairy Queen is. (laughs) I find it really funny that they're that close to each other. We, in my little town, we only have a Dairy Queen. No other place sells ice cream, and other than, like, Circle K or something. Circle K? Circle K, the, uh, like, a convenience store, like 7-Eleven, Circle K. Oh, okay. You know, strain things okay, I never really thought of that Circle for, K. like, places that you can list that have ice cream, but the Dairy Mart down the street from us has the Lock Mead ice cream, because, you know, they, it's the local dairy, and that's why they do that. Mm-hmm. And they have some amazing flavors, and they're like super fresh and oh. super cute. Oh, well. They don't like serve it up on a cone. Like that's what I was thinking of. Like, oh, you got to get it in a cup and stuff. Well, you know, I just it's it's like an ice cream shop if they serve it to you like in a thingy. Oh yeah. Whatever you get it in versus mm-hmm. like you know you get a carton. Right. Well, here in I don't know if it's the same over there where you're at, but in like Rite Aid, the drugstore. They have, like, Thrifty's counters where you can get Thrifty's ice cream. Um, and they, they serve it to you. They're, there's, like, a whole ice cream counter. Nope. You just go up to it. You don't have those? Nope, um, but that sounds awesome. Next time I'm at one, I'm, this... I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. I would I would enjoy seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, there used to be this, te- this um, sandwich shop. It was, like, an old-time deli in a sandwich shop. And it used to be just down the street on the corner from the bus station. Mm-hmm. So I would go there a lot because I liked the, the sandwiches. They were, like... They were nothing terribly special, but they were like, because of that, they weren't weird. And then I liked them because I'm kind of picky. Right. And it was the cutest thing ever. If you got the lunch special, okay, you, lunch would special. Get a, you would get a half a sandwich or a whole if you wanted the whole one. But I, I can't eat all that much. Oh, I could. And you get chips. But you don't get a bag of chips. They put a handful of chips on your thing. Okay. And you get a little piece of a... I know it's gross. So I told mm. them not to, but they put a pickle with it. They didn't tell them not to. Pickled? No, and, and you thank get a, you. I know. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. And then you get a drink. And if you finish your lunch, like your chips and your sandwich, you would get a scoop of ice cream for free. Oh, that's nice. And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. You had to show them you finished your plate. Mm-hmm. And you'd get a... It wasn't like a full size. Like if you bought a scoop, but it was still the idea of it. I thought it was really sweet. Nice. That's always cool when stores do that type of stuff. Yeah, they had, I think, like, not very many flavors, like four or six. It was, like, an even number, and it was a small amount. But whatever, free ice cream. But it's been taken over by a bunch of different places now, Mm -hmm. and I 
think it might be a place where you cash your checks now. Check cash. You know place, what I mean? Huh? Like, yeah. yeah. Or you sell you sell them your old phone for money or something or hmm. something. Like, it's not a food place anymore, which made me sad because I thought that place was great. Mm, crazy. Well, mm -hmm, it was sorry, off topic, but it was fun. Yeah, going down, down memory lane, lane, like the show. Yeah, going. we're going to go down memory lane in this episode, too, because we watched a Home Improvement episode, season six, episode seven. I was a teenage tailor, which is another <laughs> Halloween episode, and it originally aired on October 26th, 1996, which was a Tuesday, and I was in sixth grade. And I was 16. 16. I don't know what grade that is. I don't know, maybe uh, sophomore, assuming maybe? assuming height. Sophomore, school, junior. This is I'm gonna guess. I think I'm gonna I go with high school. I think I was a junior and I was 16. So, because I graduated when I was 17, so I had to have been a junior at 16. I don't know. Uh, I don't like to think of school, but you mm. know, I've I, been, I agree with him. I've been I'm, out of I'm, school. I'm with you on that one. I've been out of school for about 12 years now, something like 15. No, how old oh, am I graduated I? in '99. I graduated in 2000. Three, so that's 15 years. Okay, so I've been out of school 15 years. I still have dreams that I wake up late and I have to get to school. I still have those dreams. Do you? I still have those dreams where I'm like, I don't know where my class is, or I can't get my locker open, or I forgot my combination. Yeah, I have those dreams too. And you know, another thing that I dream of that's kind of similar, but not really, um, I, I don't work for anybody anymore. I'm self-employed, so I work for myself. I'm my own boss. And I still have nightmares of me waking up late and having to go to work. I'm like, oh, I'm late. Oops. I got to get to work. And I and then I have to like realize, wait a minute. There is no work. I can go in whenever I want to. And, I don't know. It's just really weird. I still have those dreams. I still have dreams. I'm in the house that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. and in fact, the majority of my dreams, if I'm anywhere like a house, like home, I'm always at the house I grew up in. I don't know if I've, I mean, I've had bad dreams where I dream that I'm at the house that I live in now. Like, usually when I'm ill, I'll have those kind where you can't move and you think you're really awake. Oh, the and night that terrors. Dream that you're not dreaming, but you're like yeah. awake. And then something awful is happening. The old hag syndrome. What? Old hag syndrome. You never heard of that? No, but it sounds like you're insulting me. No, it's uh, it's like an urban legend type stuff. The reason you can't get up is because there's an old hag sitting on top of you. And that's why you can't move. Um, you never heard of oh. that old hag syndrome? No. Look it up. It is but, pretty terrifying. So I know the first... Like the, fir like, the first time it ever happened, and, like, the first only times it ever happened, I had whooping cough, which mm -hmm. was re it's really terrible. I really cannot stress enough how much you do not want that. No, you don't want that. And it lasted a really long time, and I finally got a doctor partway through. Like, it's when I got the doctor that I have now, who's amazing, mm -hmm. and fired the one that I had that was sucky. Right. I finally got a doctor that was actually interested in making sure that my life had quality I was well enough to not wish I wasn't right <laughs> and got me some cough medicine so I could sleep because I wasn't sleeping because I was just coughing constantly and unfortunately I don't know if it was a side effect or it was just something that happened for me but I would get those moments where I thought I was awake and that little creepy guy 
from the Lord of the Rings who really liked the ring. Golem? He would crawl up. Yeah, he would crawl up from the end of my bed and he would try to stick his finger in my nose. Wow. Up your nose, huh? Yeah, he wanted to put his hand up my nose. With his little sausage And I would try fingers. to tell him it won't fit. And I was trying to smash his hand away. But you can't move in those dreams, too. And it's scary. You must have been really high on cough medicine. It was really messed up. Because it was so, so scary. And you couldn't move. Those, they are very scary. I, I used to suffer from those constantly. I would have, like, like, I don't know, high anxiety when I would get them. Like, I would struggle to wake up because i you know mm-hmm. you're awake you know you're awake but you just you no can't i didn't move. know i thought it was happening oh you thought it was happening for reals i thought it was happening like had that was cop worse syrup. if i had known i was awake i probably would have just been like dude go away go back no to the movie. you're you're not awake but you think you're awake that's the scary part because you think you're now, awake but I've you're really asleep later where i i I, th- I I think it's real, but it's more realistic, so it's scary. Mm-hmm. So I'll feel like I think I'm awake and I'm living all of this. And it was recent because I had just had bronchitis and I'd had cough medicine. I don't know if it was the same stuff because I was scared of that stuff. But I sleep with a mask on because the handyman, and I use air quotes and an eye roll when I describe handyman... Right. He fixed my bedroom door because it wouldn't open. You'd have to ram it with your shoulder, literally. Hmm. Like, that was the only way it would open. And he took it off and he shaved it down so it should open easier. But then he put it upside down and backwards. And instead of taking it down and putting it back the right way, he cut corners and just drilled a new doorknob hole. And then, so now it's upside down and backwards. (laughs) And it lets in all the light from the room nearby. And I can read by that light. It's so bright. So I have sleep masks. So it's dark enough to sleep. And so I'm sleeping with the sleep mask on. So that explains why I can't see. And I hear somebody opening my door, my bedroom door, and I cannot move to do something about it. And I can hear people in the house. And I'm always worried about burglars mm-hmm. because there have been a couple of instances where I have had to call the cops because people were trying to get into the house or they were wrecking stuff on the front porch and it sounded like they were trying to break into the house. So th- that's like an actual thing that I'm concerned about in real life. And in my in, in this bad dreamy thing, what did you call them? Night terrors. Night terror. It was real in my but it wasn't real like i woke up and my door was still locked and the door was shut right yeah the, because that's how nervous i am about burglars that my bedroom door is locked when i go to bed that is a, a very fascinating topic um there's a book i think it's called i think it's called night terrors the the nightmare that comes at night or something like that it's it's a pretty old book and it, it covers a lot of that stuff Um, how people react differently to that type of stuff. Uh, Some people think that, like the old hag syndrome, some people can see an old woman sitting on them. That's why they can't move. Um, Other people... Like, they probably just didn't see Lord of the Rings, and that's how it was an old hag instead of that scary thing from Lord of the Rings. Well, this predates Lord of the Rings. This is... I know, that was my... It was a joke, but realistically, it was just something spooky that had... That, that, that was on their mind unlike right. with me it was the lord of the rings creepy thing yeah some, some people see that some people see family members um it, it's really That's weird scary. i mean maybe for the halloween episodes maybe i'll do one about night terrors uh, that's a good idea who knows 
but I got Who 31 knows? episodes. I don't know how far along oh, I am I got now. a funny ending on that, though. Okay, go ahead. So, like, I'm trying desperately to move because I think someone's at my door. And I'm really asleep and I can't move. Like, I'm trying and I can't move and I'm trying as hard as I can. And for whatever reason, I can't move. Like, I'm just paralyzed. And I guess I must have tried hard enough that I finally woke up. And when I woke up, I'm like, I can't see. <laughs> so I rip off the face mask thing, but I'm really uncoordinated. And I kind of shoved my thumb up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Trying oh, to wow. rip off the sleep mask, I missed epically. And it really hurt. Uh, you just wanted to pick your nose. Don't need an not excuse. Not with my thumb. With your, why not? Not you are with digging my for gold. Uh, I always just hook it off with my thumb and pull it off, and I I got my nose, and I was not trying to hook up my nose and pull it off because that would hurt. Uh, and another and time, since this had happened a couple of times because I was sick for like a week and a half. The other time, I poked myself in the eye. I should not try to take that thing off in an emergency, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I was freaking out. Yeah. And every time it happens, I think it's not, it's the first time because I don't remember it because I'm dreaming technically, I guess. Right. Yeah, so those, those not a freaky. good thing to experience. No, if you suffer from, um, uh, I know your pain. April knows your pain. Uh, yeah. But we're uh, sorry. Speaking of pain, uh, Tim Taylor knows a lot about pain because he oh, gets God, injured God. in pretty much every single episode. And, and then not to cut ahead, but I forgot he did that kind of stuff. I forgot yeah. that he fell on things and from things and stuff. Like, I forgot that was the whole shtick of the show because it's been a while. Yeah, but you could clearly see that it's a dummy most of the time. A dummy, yeah. But I'm stuff. like, when it happened, I was like, oh! Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I had that moment. Like, I forgot. Right. So, yeah, we saw... The uh, home improvement episode. I was a teenage werewolf. Oh no, I was a teenage tailor, which is a. <laughs> I love that. No. It's a parody of you know. I was a teenage werewolf. I was a teenage Frankenstein. Those old horror movies, um, which is pretty cool. I mean, they they, they kind of got the gist. The Taylor boys are trying to be like dads, so they're teenage tailors and the Tim Taylor's being a teenager himself with all the pranks, but well, it, it fits well. Is. He is a big kid. Yeah, and this this episode came out on a Tuesday. I, I remember this episode because I actually saw it live. It's not one that I saw in syndication. And the reason why I saw this one live, uh, I, I was in sixth grade. I remember it so vividly. Uh, my homeroom teacher, Mr. Getz, he loved this show. He oh. would like uh, sometimes at the end of the at the end of the week, like after we did our spelling tests and all that stuff, because I had three periods with Mr. Getz. Um, you know, he was the English teacher. I don't remember if he was a history teacher, but he was he was all those things all mixed into one homeroom where we just sit there for three hours and just did this. And at at the end of like every week, he would he would give out like points during the week if you get so many questions right. Or so many words, spelling words right, you get certain points, and then you can redeem those points at the end of the week for like, uh, you know, cookies, um, whatever. Because he would put on like shows for us to watch in classroom, like the last period. Because uh, we'd have three periods with him, the two, you know, study, study, study. The last one, um, you know, he would put on shows, and he would put on Home Improvement all the time. So I would watch Home Improvement at school. You know, while eating the candy, uh, eating, drinking the soda, whatever he would bring in. He was a really cool teacher. 
he was very old in, in sixth grade. I would say he's probably in like maybe his late 60s when he was still my teacher. And this was, I don't know, 20 years ago now. So I'm pretty sure he's no longer with us. But if you are, Mr. Getz, you were the best teacher in the world for making me watch Home Improvement in class. And I love you for it. Aww. Yeah, so we I... Had, we, we had a teacher that did something similar to that. I do not remember it nearly in as detail as you do. Oh. I just remember he he was next to my... I don't know. Oh, God. How much of this do I even remember now that I'm trying to re explain it out loud? There, there would be, like, once a week or once in a while. I really don't remember how frequently this would happen. But each of the classrooms would be open up to do a free activity in, like if you got, if you had your grades or you weren't in trouble or something. I don't remember. Like you earned the right to go. Right. And each classroom had a different thing, and I don't even remember the teacher's name or who I had. It was middle school. I can remember that much. And one teacher loved the Cosby Show, <laughs> and he always had the Cosby Show playing. So okay. if you got to go into his room and you there was a sign up sheet like a RSVP kind of thing. Right. So if you if you didn't sign up early enough, you couldn't get in there and that one was always booked like I think like you, you the like the like the better you did, like the better student you did you were as like a good kid, you got to sign up earlier. So I was always in that one because I loved the Cosbys, and mm -hmm. I was always one of the top of the list for getting to sign up because I was a goody-goody. And I don't remember what the other rooms were because I never went into the other ones. Like, I think one of them you could play cards or a board game or something as a, as a class or whatever. Okay. I don't even remember what the other ones were because I never even considered them because I wanted to watch the Cosby show, which is really weird now. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I mean, I, I used to watch the Cosby Show all the time too on like TV Land, uh, mm -hmm. and, and all the all the I just places can't that now. shit. It, it's it's just gone. It's it's nowhere can't to be found. And I don't know. I don't want to get into the whole you know. Thing no, and I don't either. It's just Cosby. I just can't now. I just can't. But I mean, whatever. We're not talking about the Cosby Show. <laughs> we got yeah, I know. But it was like room. it was. Fun because it was kind of the same idea. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think kids would get that now. No, I mean, because, what show can they do? You know do what it I mean? Because you can just it's you can just watch it on Hulu on your phone on the toilet or something. I don't know. Yeah, kids today they, they won't have that connection like um, us '90s kids. I guess you can say mm -hmm. we had the connection, yeah. or even '80s kids for yeah, that matter. They get kids. it. Yeah, um, but like the next generation, the uh, the what's the millennial generation i don't think they're gonna have it as as hard as as us that are we're not we're not gen xers we're not millennials we're kind of in that small period um i think mm -hmm. they call it generation y but if you look it up generation y and millennials are mixed in together i don't believe in that i yeah, think that never made any sense no to me. It, it doesn't because millennials they they're in a whole different world than i am and i'm I was born in the millennial generation, so I don't I don't believe in the same stuff they do. I have my own different type of stuff, and I'm not a Gen Xer because I'm not that uh, I'm not not old enough to know a lot of the stuff the Gen Xers did. So we're in that gray area. Uh, I don't know. It, it's weird. I don't. I they need to separate it because it's it's not the way that they have it divided right now. 
Okay, well, we've already been off topic a couple of times, so I've got to do it again. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I, wa I was trying to find the name of the teacher, and then I remembered very clearly it was middle school, but for some reason I was stupid and I looked for my high school, because you were talking about high school. No, I don't remember. I was talking about middle school, school sixth up. grade. And I happened to find that they actually seem to have made all of the yearbooks from my high school digital so you can actually look at the digital copy of the yearbook and I'm looking at my senior year huh. and I'm not listed you're not listed in your senior I'm not yearbook. listed but I'm fairly certain I'm in there twice but I'm not seeing it now as I'm looking through it but I know that I was because I remember thinking that the the, the, the mention by my picture mm -hmm. is me doing something that I'm not doing and I thought it was stupid wow well don't feel so, so bad but I'm not seeing that page now either and I know because it's in my bedroom I wasn't mentioned in my yearbook at all there's no well I mean they don't even mention me as a student which I think is kind of funny they don't mention me as a like, student I'm, I'm at least there as like one of the pages in the thingy there is no picture of me sense. in the yearbook either like you didn't have a what do you call it like a photo a senior photo no yeah no photo no i never went all. to prom i was pretty much non-existent in high school i went to prom but the funny part was is i didn't really talk to people mm -hmm. so nobody knew who i was and they thought that there's me i see my picture right there but i'm not listed <laughs> as in that picture that's me and then funny at the same time that the guy in the picture above me was my best friend at the time. Wow. And they both lied about what we were doing. They took our picture and made assumptions about what I was, what we were doing. And it was hilarious because he's like, if I did what they said I was doing, I would have been kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he was doing anything gross. He was in, we had a radio station and he was the DJ at the time, mm -hmm. and they were saying that he was picking his, he was playing his next favorite song, and he was saying, if I had done that, I would have gotten kicked out, because you have to play the set list, or whatever you call it. Right. So, like, no. I mean, he wasn't, like, you know, mooning anybody or doing anything inappropriate, you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, he couldn't do what they said he was doing, and they said I was fine-tuning an article for the paper and I'm art I'm in art class and I'm doodling right hmm well a lie. memories shenanigans all right. behind yeah. all your books just so you know cool well let's get back on now track because you know. we're talking Sorry. about we're this. talking about tool time it's been 22 minutes or so <laughs> we're trying to get Sorry, into this it was fun all right so tool time uh, that's how the episode starts. We're at the set of Tool Time, like many cold opens do at Tool Time. And uh, Al, Al's introduced as Al Autumn Boy Portland, which, for whatever reason, Tim likes to just give him nicknames during the beginning of Tool Time, which is weird. Mm -hmm. I've never understood them. Like, I feel like he's trying to do so many of them that it didn't make sense. Right. Well, he he calls him Autumn Boy because obviously it's it's autumn, it's fall, so Halloween, Autumn Boy Borland. I guess it kind of fits. And their week, they're doing their salute to uh, wallpaper removal for their wall treatment week on Tool Time. Mm -hmm. And Al, I wanted to know if like they were giving real advice, like useful advice. Yeah, they they, they are. They're in this episode they give is you is that a real of, way to do it yeah you have you soak wallpaper and you peel it off or strippable wallpaper is like al says in uh 
in the show. Um, it's easily strippable. Strippable. You just grab it and strip it right off. Um, no! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, as so it's wall treatment week. They're showing how to remove wallpaper. Well, continuing wall treatment week here on Tool Time, Al and I are doing our salute to wallpaper removal. <laughs> how you get rid of your wallpaper depends on what kind you have. Now, strippable wallpaper is the easiest to remove. Al's going to strip now, so those of you with weaker stomachs look away. <laughs> You simply pry up a corner and pull down in a nice... Oh, oh. oh, by the way, happy Halloween, Al. And uh, Al says, hey, strippable wallpaper, you just remove it. So he's stripping it down. All of a sudden, a head pops through the wall, through the wallpaper. I got scared. Scares him. And I was sitting here taking notes and... April was watching it. I was watching it with her, and she screamed like when it came out. She's because okay, screamed. and it didn't scare me. I I, re, I retract that. It startled it. Jump scare. No, it scared you. Jump Don't scare. try to pay it off. I knew you, it wasn't going to get frightened. me. It was a jump scare. Jump scare. So it, it pops off, and uh, April screamed, and like legitly, like for real. Yeah, and Tim makes a joke that, you know, uh, Al's going to strip now. So if you have weaker stomachs, look away as he's stripping the wallpaper, which I thought was really funny. So there's another method of getting rid of wallpaper, and and, uh, Tim's going through it. You have to soak it with a strippable compound type stuff, and he has like a... Using uh, a garden sprayer. Yeah, like a sprayer with a pump. you got to pump it in order to get it to spray. So he's sitting there trying to pump it, spraying it. Uh, nothing's coming out. He's like, hell, uh, Al, did you check this? There's no pressure in there. He's like, yeah, I checked it. Um, yeah, I checked it this morning. It's good. So Al's, uh, Tim's like, you ask a guy to do a job. So he starts trying to pop off the top and it's, it's getting stuck. He just can't get it. And then he lifts it up and there's like a cobra snake, rubber snake, rubber snake hanging there. And, and Al just, he thinks he got Tim so well. He's laughing it up. The audience is going Tim crazy. Is like, Tim's like not having anything. So he, he puts it down. He's like, uh, Al, if you want to scare the tool man, you have to do a better job than that. And then what happens? April screams again because another head pops through the thing. Out. It pops through next to Tim's, uh, next to Tim's head. And he just like freaks, which if you look at Tim's face, I don't know if that was really planned or if like Tim Allen was just he didn't know that was going to happen and when it did it just like really frightened him I don't know if you saw that I think no because I was too busy screaming I feel <laughs> like it should have um, what was I going to say I feel like it should have they should have picked different heads because I almost feel like the fact that they picked the same head it's it almost made me wonder did Al know that was there? And then he got him back in advance by putting another head in the same situation as it was two he different did to heads. him. Or maybe they both had the same joke. No, I don't no, know. It, it was two different heads. They, they weren't the same type of head. It, they, no, they were no, similar. They, they looked identical. They even had a little worm coming out of the left cheek because I thought that was really weird how unusual looking they were. Well, we will have to play the tape back and figure out because I no, can swear ahead, that they're that they're two different I'm certain that they were identical. Like um, it was creepy. Like, I, it was so weird looking. And I felt like it would have been funnier if they hadn't had identical ones. I will put 
$100 down that it was two different heads. But I'm not a betting person anymore. Play it right now because I am sure of it and I want $100. Oh my goodness. We will play the tape back as soon as this podcast is over okay, and then we will come back the with the head results. right there behind Al. Oh, you got it up. And okay. Doing the thing. And he, they're talking about stripping. Uh huh. And they're spraying and he's scraping it in a pattern. He's spraying it. Pulling on it. Ooh, the snake. I'm so scared. Okay, the snake. Oh, and this down. is going to be an opportunity to see the look on his face because I didn't see it. I was too busy screaming. Okay, go ahead. So it has funky Oh, you know what? I noticed the worms with the faces are different. I don't get a hundred dollars. I never said I'd give you a hundred, so I win. <laughs> See, I was correct. You got to remember, See, I it was just the leaves coming out of the sides of the heads, and honestly, I was too busy going Aah! to actually see it. Because I mean, it really made me go. Aah! Yeah, which she... makes me wonder. April screamed. Frightened, scary situations. How much are they remembering right? <laughs> like when That's they're being alert or whatever you call it. Right. All right, so Unrelated, but we get, I'm scared. We get the no. Uh, I mean, it startled. We get the opening and uh, theme song rolls by, and now we're at the Taylor home, and Jill's asking Brad and Randy what they want for dinner, and Brad and Randy's like, "Don't worry, we got it taken care of. Uh, we got vegetarian lasagna inside the microwave, so check to see if we we're put enough cheese on you. it. We're gonna cook for you, mom." The mom's all like, oh, I love it. You guys are wonderful. She opens up the microwave, and there's a head sitting there. <laughs> Goodness. And it scares her. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, and I, I hate you guys. And I think it was the one that Tim used on Al now that I've gone back and played. Yeah. Because it was the face that looked more like a head, like a person. Like a person. And, and the one, looks one like that a Al used on Tim was the one that had more like an alien mouth. Yeah. And, uh, but then Al said it was his. So yeah, that's the, I'm confused. It, it, it's very confused about whose dummy head is who, but. And I think that was probably the reason why later I thought they had the same face because I wasn't clearly paying attention when the when when we were looking at it when the second one came through because I was too busy going ah again and then trying <laughs> to rationalize the fact that I wasn't actually frightened. It was just startling. Yeah, it so wasn't was, working. Was the same head, and Tim walks in, and he looks inside the oven and says, "Oh, honey, you burst the skull again. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you got to poke holes in the sever head before you nuke it." And it, as a kid, I did, I didn't know what nuke it meant. I thought it meant like, well, "What is she doing? Like throwing a missile at it?" I didn't know that nuke it was another form of saying, you know, turn the microwave oh. on. I think it had something to do with the fact that it's supposed to be radioactive or something. Hmm, maybe. Microwaving is is radioactive or something. I don't remember exactly the details behind it, or at least, or at least they thought it was. I'm not sure, but either way. Yeah, yeah. One... and I thought it was funny because he was comparing it to a potato. <laughs> one more thing that That's I noticed. That's the way you do it for a potato. Yeah, you poke holes in it. Uh, I notice in the background when he's looking inside the mirror, you can kind of see like it's like a close up of Tim's head. If you look in the background, you can see like how dark it is in the like behind where the audience is supposed to be, because um, you can see where where the uh, wall of the house ends and it's just black on the other side of his head. Oh, I was too busy looking at the microwave and his head. Yeah, so check I it didn't... out next time you watch that episode. You'll see like how dark it is on one side. Um, but yeah, that's move. Uh, not movie stuff, uh, sitcom stuff. That's fun. TV magic. TV magic is correct. And uh, so Jill's saying how the kids are being rotten. They they put a rubber tarantula in Mark's underwear drawer. They pumped slime through Wilson's fence. And uh, the kids are just out of control. 
And uh, mm-hmm. Tim's all like, you know what we got to do? We got to play a trick on them so they can, you know, we can be good parents. <laughs> and, you know, they play tri- tricks on us. They want us to play a trick on them. It's, it's We got to show the them that we can top them. Yeah. So we know now it's a setup. So, you know, everyone's going to play a joke on each other. And we go to the next scene. Well, the scene. fact that it was a Halloween episode, we knew that. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> Especially because it was home improvement. So we knew that. Yeah, no kidding. The doorbell rings and there's a guy standing. Like a at, totally at the... creepy guy. Creepy guy. Um, white hair. Um, looks all tall, uncamp- dressed like an undertaker. Yeah, and uh, Brad and Randy. And spooky you know, looking. <laughs> one one thing that I want to mention real fast about Brad and Randy. Uh, mm-hmm. he, my son watches Home Improvement all the time. He's three, and he watches Home Improvement mm-hmm. constantly on his iPad because I have a lot of episodes downloaded on iTunes, and he just watches them nonstop. And every time. Um, I, I say, Callan, stop doing that. Or, Callan, stop this. He goes, Dad, I'm not Callan. I'm Brad. <laughs> and what? Then, and then, like, you tell him, you're not Brad. He's all like, no, Dad, I'm Brad. I'm not Callan. I'm Brad. And I said, okay. And then later on in the day, I'd be like, hey, Brad. He's like, Dad, I'm not Brad. I'm Randy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh gosh. Who God. are you? Are you Callan? Are you Brad or are you Randy? Which one are you? Uh, so he's that's, changing it up throughout the day. Yeah, he just doesn't want to be in trouble. But that's oh, I get it. That's yeah. too funny. Quick fun thing. Um, but there, there's a guy good. standing there, and he's you know. Can I help you? I hope so. My name is Clifford Warren. I'm in town for a funeral at the Pleasant Lake Mortuary. Lovely facility. You uh, need directions or something? No, I was on my way and I just happened to pass by my old house and I was wondering if I could just stop in and take a look at the place. You used to live here or something? Oh, yes, with my brother until the, uh, well, you know. What? The incident. <laughs> what incident? Hey guys, what do you think of my chicken? Yeah, we're thinking about wearing these to Al's part. Who are you? I'm Clifford Warren. was just about to tell us about some incident that happened when he lived here. There's no incident ever happened here. There's a normal American home filled with normal Americans. Whatever you say. Yes, yeah, so is that, uh, is that crazy man Wilson still live next door? We don't know. We don't talk to our neighbors. I think it's about time you left, uh, Mr. Clifford or whatever. Uh, before I go, could I please take a look at the basement? The basement? That's my room. Oh. I am sorry. Well, um, look, Clifford, it was nice to meet you, but I'm sure you have other things to do. You might try getting some sun. We know he's part of the joke, obviously, um, but well, Brad actually, and Randy don't. Or did you know? You, I wasn't 100% certain. 
I thought it was too early in this situation. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe it was just like a, oh, that was just a side thing that was happening in the episode. Oh, okay. I mean, after it went on a while, I realized it was the thing, but right. I thought it was just too soon and it wasn't. Well, so, you, you get sorry. a reveal That's pretty much in like the next couple of sentences. You get the reveal that it's it's a joke because it's yeah. a uh, Clifford Warren is the name of the guy. And every time they say Clifford Warren, uh, lightning happens. And I love that. <laughs> he says Cli- he says Clifford Warren a couple of times, and then the lightning happens. And if you notice later on in the scene uh, when Tim comes down and he's wearing like a, like a chicken head, and Jill's wearing an egg on her, on her head, it was, uh, weird costumes. But um, it was a couple's costume. It was chicken or the egg. Yeah, chicken or the egg. And what came first? Um, t- Tim says like he doesn't say his name. And I always thought about that, saying, like, if he would have said Clifford Warren, if uh, Tim would have said it, would the lightning have struck? Because he says... Actually, no, they did. I I was saying I wish that that the lightning had struck. So I thought it was really fun that when the parents come down and he says his his name, Uh lightning strikes, and then they all look out at the sky. I thought that was hilarious. Mm -hmm. But then later when they go to talk to Wilson, they say his name. And it doesn't happen, and I thought that was kind of sad. Right, but it, it it wasn't part of the joke at the time because they they were already gone from Clifford. I think that joke was only for there because how could they set up lightning to to happen every single time Clifford Warren is said when Clifford is the one that says it? It's like every time someone says this guy's, every time anyone says this guy's names, lightning should strike. That'd be hilarious. It would have, but it's a joke. I mean, it's not really lightning happening. So obviously they had to set up a a uh, uh, lightning machine, lightning sound machine. So every time Clifford would have said Clifford Warren, it would have struck. But we don't know that because Tim doesn't say Clifford Warren. He says uh, Mr. Clifford or whatever. He doesn't say it. So who knows if he would have said Clifford Warren that lightning would have struck at that time. So I don't, I don't know. It's just me trying to read way funny. too far into into it. But it was I don't know. It just it kind of makes me wonder funny. too. How much money did he spend on getting this guy to to you know have the lightning struck, have a newspaper printed, had all the? How much money did and the Tim whole spend? newspaper printing thing made me go, how that was before <laughs> Photoshop? And it was like or the maybe next when day. only only people in TV could use Photoshop. Maybe that was it. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I'm going off track. It wasn't um, like people could use it at home, like the like banks not having computers in the other episode. Right. It was like that. Just wasn't a thing you could do at home yet, but you could do on TV. Right. So Clifford sorry, is in front sorry, of sorry. the Clifford is in front of the door, and he's you know saying, "Yeah, I got a funeral that uh, I'm trying to get to. Uh, I just wanted to stop by my old house. I used to live here. Uh, I, you know, I really want to take a look at the basement." And he looks at Randy, and because uh, that's where Randy's room is now, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." He's like, "Oh, that's that's pretty strange." Then the parents come down. And uh, the whole Clifford Warren thing happens again. And uh, he mentions that uh, there was an incident that happened at the home. And Tim and Jill are all like, oh, no, there's no incident here. I mean, we're just normal people. We don't talk about that. <laughs> in, in his chicken head costume. And uh, he mentions Wilson. And uh, so that puts the idea in the kid's head. Hey, he knows Wilson. So, you know, we could fact check this later if we need to. And, uh, Do so you th- think they were subtly trying to tell us that they thought that the egg came first because the egg went up the stairs first? Um, I don't think so. If you really want to get into that argument, I don't think we have enough time on this episode. 
I don't really know because I honestly change my mind every time I try to think through which one is which. I was just saying, do you think that means that that's how they think? No, I think if as far as the chicken and the egg go, if you think it logically, there's no way the egg could have came first because um, nothing could have laid the egg. Mutated in. embryo? No, I don't think so. I think what might have happened is something evolved along the way. Something that used to be a mammal evolved along the way and then all of a sudden, boom, laid an egg and then that's how it started going. It wasn't something instant. Like, um, um, let's say one primitive chicken was the one that kept, was laying actual um, uh, mammals and then all of a sudden, some of them started doing mammals and the other ones started doing eggs or some form of egg and then they separated the that chickens were avian and not mammals because they laid eggs and were not born live yeah but this is primitive this is way before what we have now millions and well, millions of years in the past chickens and other birds were dinosaurs a long time ago yes but who knows what could have happened Raptors. before the dinosaurs who knows i Aliens. mean there was Blinky strike. From the Simpsons. I don't know. Not enough time on this podcast. But so either way, we do love tool time, right? <laughs> tool time is the best. But I still wonder about that lightning thing. Um, so the kids, they they're like, oh, you know, let's go talk to Wilson because the guy said he mentioned Wilson. Let's go see if see if it's a scam. Um, so they go off to go talk to Wilson, and then we get the reveal. Wilson couldn't possibly be in on it, right? So we get the reveal. You know. Tim comes back down the stairs and he opens the door. Larry's standing there, not in character anymore. And he's all like, hey, yeah, this is uh, my Halloween guy. Um, you know, we're playing a joke on the kids. And you know what's really strange about this this part? Um, the episode that we watched is from the DVD. That's the DVD version. In the television version, there is a, another scene that you don't see in the DVD version. You see, um, there's a scene that explains everything. In the very beginning uh, of the tool time scene, you get, you know, it ends abruptly. It doesn't end there. It ends where Tim, um, he invites Larry, which is the Halloween guy, uh, Clifford Warren. He invites him on tool time and you see him in tool time first before you see him as Clifford Warren. Um, to follow up with Al giving it away and saying that he invited him to Tool Time. Yeah. So it was actually something you saw, not something you just heard. Yes, that comes up later on. And I I've been, I been scoured the internet looking for that scene because I haven't been able to... I saw that scene once, and I know it's, it's around somewhere um, where it actually explains everything. It explains it from the very beginning. Um, I don't know why it's not in the DVD version. I don't know why it doesn't show up on TV anymore because Tool Time... Or home improvement is is not really in syndication much anymore. It's only on the Hallmark Channel. Seems like a weird thing to cut out, doesn't it? Yeah, because it it explains the whole thing. I mean, it doesn't For make time? sense. It doesn't make sense or that something inappropriate. Yeah, because Al mentions it later. Like, hey, you brought him down tool time, but you never see that. You don't know anything about that. But in the scene, all that stuff happened, and you see that it's Tim's Halloween guy, whatever that is. Um. But it, I don't know. I, if anybody knows or has that version uh, recorded on the VHS, Lyle, send it to me. I will be forever grateful. And he uh, loves this stuff. It, 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 yeah. Home Improvement, I love it. I, I've searched. I mean, I searched through everything on YouTube of this episode. I searched I honestly everything. believe that if he can't find it, nobody but the people who worked on the show will have it. Oh, I even went as far as to say 
that I I went on Craigslist and I said, hey, if anyone has anything recorded from the year 1996 around the Halloween time, if you recorded any VHSs from around that time, I will buy those off of you. I will, you know, I'll buy oh them my goodness. and I, I'll pay you a dollar each tape. I will look through it and see if somebody recorded it because I have it recorded somewhere. Um, but I don't know where all my VHS tapes are. I only know where some of them are, but not all of them. So oh, that's I don't killing know. you, and I know it. I it, can't get in it because this podcast would be six hours long. But okay, listen, let's, <laughs> let's get back on track. It was interesting, though. I'm actually really impressed with how far you went. Yeah, I went very far I to try to find it. He deserves applause, people. He works hard for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's me. Halloween and home improvement are my things. Yep. So as the Halloween guy, the kids go to talk to Wilson. Wilson is like making a witch's brew, which is kind of weird to be outside. He wasn't even like he he was supposed to be stirring the the cauldron, but he was just like turning the spoon around in his hand. And there was a big portion of the spoon missing. I think it was because like the smoke that it was billowing out wasn't enough to like mm-hmm. hide the fact that the spoon was in it. So right. like they made it less of a spoon or maybe they thought it was spooky to only have a portion of the spoon I don't know yeah who knows but he was putting like they used it as this traditional way of hiding his face which cracked me up when I realized what they were doing (laughs) yeah they used Randy's head I'm pretty sure I didn't get that they were doing that at all when I was watching the show for the first time wow I'm fairly confident I didn't get that that's what they were doing. That they were hiding his face? Until someone pointed it out as it was a fun fact about the show. You never saw Wilson's face. I'm like, I'm sure we did. And then I realized, <laughs> no, and they went out of their way to make sure we didn't. Right. Well, I don't know. In some episodes, you do see different parts of his head or different parts of his and face. And again, kids, there was no Google to Google back then. Mm-mm. We didn't know what Wilson looked like back in the day. Had no idea. We didn't. And, and, and like I said, until you saw... Or, or there was a thing in the, like a magazine, or like the what's that thing that you used to look up the TV, sh- the TV guy listing in, yeah, like unless something like that would tell you, you don't know what these kind of fun facts are about stuff you were watching, Mm-mm. or until they replay all. them later on in the future and then they tell you then. So like I honestly thought that was a that was a joke or like not real, but now that I'm seeing these episodes now, I'm like, oh my god, they really did have his face. <laughs> yeah, they had his face all the time. So the they kids ask me. the kids ask him about Clifford and and uh, Wilson's in on big the joke. Dog. So yeah, the big red dog. They could not they should not have used that name. Every time I heard Clifford, I'm like the big red dog. Yeah, but he wasn't a big red dog. He was a scary guy with white hair. Scary old dude. Um, look like an undertaker. The incident. <laughs> yes, your parents finally told you. Yeah, they told us everything about the incident. Oh. Horrible thing, that incident. One of the worst incidents oh. of all time, don't you think? <laughs> For years, that night has haunted me. The night that Clifford came home on Halloween and discovered that his brother Ezekiel was missing. And I don't think we'll ever know for sure whether Ezekiel ran away or Clifford murdered him. Murdered him? You didn't know about that, Randy. No, of course I did. It's just every time I hear it, it's so shocking. Clifford swore that he was innocent, but 
He was so appalled at the accusations that he actually went insane, and now he's locked up in a mental institution for life. So he tells him, you know, his parents finally told him about the incident that happened at their home. Uh, Clifford came home on Halloween and his brother Ezekiel was like missing. Uh, Nobody knows that if Clifford murdered him or Ezekiel ran away, nobody knows. And uh, it drove uh, Clifford insane. So he's in a mental institution for life. And then that's when it clicks. Hey, and then they're like, there. uh, he was just at our house. He's out. He was there. And then didn't Wilson act like he was freaked out? Yeah, he was freaked out a little bit. And he's like, oh, Randy, you know, isn't your bedroom in the basement? Because that's where he said he wanted to go see. And he's like, yeah, it is. Oh, wow. I wonder if the body's down there. And I don't know. The, the Wilson's all like, oh, I got a newspaper clipping. That's where we, <laughs> where we get the highly produced newspaper that they did in one day. The funny uh, part is I was totally expecting them to like him to say, yeah, you want to see the paper? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, we believe you. <laughs> I believe because you. I thought they were like faking you, that they had a paper, but they really did. Right. No, they, they had it. It was fully produced with pictures and the headline. Uh, it read brother murders brother with a question mark. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and a so picture of, <laughs> they had a picture of Larry and some, I don't know, it looked like Larry Hanglin or something. Uh, uh, Gary Shandling, excuse me. And it was so weird. So it we all know it's the Halloween guy. Um, but Al walks in and they're looking at the newspaper. And he's like, hey, look, it's an old picture of Larry right there. And he's like, oh, no, that's Clifford Warren. He's like, oh, no, because your dad brought him by tool time. It's, you know, this Halloween guy. And then that's where it clicks. Oh, it's all just a highly but expensive Halloween joke. Al ruined it. Al ruined it more than once. Because later on, More, uh, you know, that was like the longest running part is he ruined it over yeah. and over again. Yeah, Al tries to, uh, they, they try to get him to uh, to get their parents back because they want to play a joke on him in reverse now. And uh, uh, Al's all like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, scare your parents. And uh, they say oh, no, some I insults. Said, I'd love to scare your dad, but oh, I yeah. feel terrible for scaring your mom. Yeah, they want to scare the mom. So then they tell him like he, he, that their mom said something terrible about his mom, and then he's like, "I'm in." <laughs> that she uh, she doesn't bob for apples; she bobs for ham hocks. I don't know what a ham hock is. So I didn't get it, and I uh, didn't get why she would do that because that doesn't sound like something you'd want floating in water. Ham hock is like a pig pig foot. Gross. <laughs> and some of them can get pretty massive. Gross. So, why they choose, why they choose? I don't know. They could have said something like she if they were ensuing that she was a bigger Candy woman. Apples. They should have said something like she doesn't bob for apples, which is relatively small. She she bobs for like watermelons because she's a hefty or, or woman. Or candy apples, like their unhealthy version of apples. Yeah, with uh, I don't know. It's just she not. She bobs for pies. She bobs for apple pies. She doesn't bob. She just eats. Better. I'm sorry. We just won that joke. Yeah, but it's we uh, did. You're welcome. Somebody can use that. We owe us a quarter. Yeah, they owe me some royalties. So the 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 jokes set. They're gonna you know pretend like it's like they're all really scared. So they send Al up to go tell you know Al and Jill or uh, Tim and Jill to go 
downstairs because the kids are really freaked out. And Tim walks out with, like, like, I guess... What was his name? Randy? Randy. Randy wants to go and stay at Al's place because he's convinced they're going to die. Yeah, that's that's a joke. He's really scared. He wants to go to Al's house. And uh, Jill's wearing, like, this killer clown costume now. And and Tim is in this... that. That was creepy. Tim is like this vampire or something. I don't know what it was. Or a zombie. He was undead of some sort. I don't know what it was, but it was really cool. I just hit the mic. It was a really cool mask. Uh, But he takes it off. He's like, "Uh, are you sure, Al? Because, you know, we don't want him to be that scared. And Al's like, yeah, they're they're terrified. They're going to come live with me now because they don't want to die. So Tim and Jill, they go downstairs like, like, you know, good parents would i guess and say hey go comfort their children yeah, yeah. go comfort them and uh, randy's like pretend crying there's tears coming out of his eyes because he just got well, before they the before eye. they come downstairs his brother is putting eye drops in his eyes right to because that that will make it look like he's crying yeah and he really just poked him in the eye with with i don't know the red what's the it called visine or something yeah you know so he's crying and then and then Al, I don't remember how he gives the joke away, but he says something about there's no, there's nobody, you know, listen to your parents. There's nobody. Uh, Clifford's not real, but he calls him Larry. Um, Larry's oh, not yeah, a real person. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, do you mean Halloween Larry? And then it's revealed, oh, Al ruined it again for not remembering that dude's name is Clifford, not the, Larry. the other name, yeah. yeah. And I love in the bloopers at the end, he says something completely different. <laughs> that he's a Halloween washout. Or a Hollywood washout. <laughs> a Hollywood washout. That's so funny. Oops. Wonder if that was on his mind. Yeah, but next scene, we got to, it's Halloween night. Now, Jim, uh, Tim and Jill, they're, they finally got their costume. Tim is a devil. Jill is a, like an angel, I guess. But with a severed leg vase filled with flowers. Yeah, and... Tim had like this uh, fork or whatever oh, yeah. that spews um, smoke. His devil fork was yeah. smoking. He was going to raise a little hell, he says. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this was probably your favorite part the next scene where uh, the trick or treaters come to the door. I don't remember that part. I'm sorry. I don't know trick or treaters I don't oh my gosh yes it took me a second I'm sorry trick yeah. or treaters trick or treaters. I was thinking of the next scene like the first scene somebody at the door was the dude and the second scene they're pretending and it's really they're they're scared and it's right. Al and they're like ah and he thought he, they were playing a joke on him but they were really scared thinking that the whole thing was real until they learned it wasn't right sorry that's the moment I was thinking of for some reason which I know better oh, now no, we're already way past um, that so so one of the kids is dressed up as Buzz Lightyear, which is obviously hilarious because Tim Allen did the voice of Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. and Randy gives him a piece of candy. One then piece. the other kid, uh, yeah, one singular piece of candy. The other kid is dressed up as Simba from the Lion King. And I'm sure everybody knows that the, the guy who plays Randy, the Jonathan kid who Taylor plays Thomas. Randy. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which I knew at the time, but mm-hmm. of course I haven't thought about him J-T-T. in forever. Yeah. Um, he, he did the voice of Simba, mm-hmm. so he's like, and this, the cutest costume of all, or <laughs> something like, or the cutest kid of all, you get seven. Yeah, seven for the cute little lion. All right, one candy bar for the spaceman, and uh, seven for the cute little lion. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then that's I a big that joke. That was pretty great. <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. Pretty I remember great Disney cameo there. Yeah, because ABC is owned by Disney. Um, I'm not still is. certain at the time I would have got that. And again, no Google, no IMDb. Mm-hmm. You would yeah, have I'm had f- to have sat to the end of the movie and saw them in the credits and remembered that and then known their name in real life. Right. Yeah. And then remembered all of that at the time that you're watching the the, the, the Halloween episode. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's unlikely. Right. Am I wrong? No, you like, are correct. That is hard to do. It is. Okay. But uh, in literally two seconds after the door closed, it, the doorbell rings and Larry is standing there. This time, not as Clifford. He's just himself. And uh, he looks mad. And he's all like, hey... Um, your parents, parents shortchanged me. me all the money. Yeah, they gave me a little check, and you know they owe me for the rest of this joke. It's not my fault it fell through. So you know, where's the rest of my money? And uh, it Want looked my like hundred dollars. <laughs> he was gonna murder these kids for a hundred dollars, which is so weird. Um, but well, they don't know it because they're kids, and that's yeah, not they, they really actually realistic. And they don't know this guy. I mean, he might be crazy for all they know. He might be really crazy. Yeah, I mean. It is distinctly possible that an insane person would think that was a rational thing to do. Right. And they've unfortunately let him into the house. Mm-hmm. They let so him right now in. now they're going to go to the attic, which is where they know their parents hide spare money in the house yeah, for an one emergency. Of, uh, one of Tim's old sadol- seems like, like the boxes. hardest place to find something and a weird place to find something I don't know. Well, I mean, if, you're, I mean, if your I house ever gets have, robbed. I like, spare money in the house. Is that a thing from the 90s? Do you have money hidden in the house? We won't tell the listeners. Um, maybe I will if the kids are older and, like, they get to stay home by themselves. And who knows what might happen. They might need a couple bucks for something. Who knows? Yeah, so, just you know, to cover bases keep emergency if you're money. not around and they got to do something. Like, let's say, you know, me and the missus are out eating something on a and, date. and you know all of a sudden my wallet's gone we don't have any money we don't have any gas so hey um come bring me 10 bucks out of the out of the stash um or but other than that i don't see any, yeah and you couldn't come home because your car broke down and they needed pizza for dinner right something like, like that pizza where you live um there is a pizza factory not too far i don't think it delivers where i'm at but i mean it's not that far so that's a clever idea, but I just thought like, seems like a weird place to put it. But I guess since I don't have money hidden in the house, I mm-hmm. never really thought much about where I would put it. Well, you don't want to leave it out in the open. You want to put it where you know kids could get to it whenever they need to, not something easily accessible. Attic in a cigar box, and then there's apparently more than one. And right. I don't know which one. That just seems a little weird. Yeah, they open it and, a, and like a rat pops out. <laughs> they like we don't it. see it though, but you hear it go squeak. Yeah, you, you hear it. And uh, so they they find an oh, and then something happened in this scene that has stuck with me forever. Like ever since I saw this episode, I um, Brad says the line well, something I like. I originally thought it was on fire first. I want to point that out. I was like, is the attic on fire? No, it's like fog. And then this is he says the know, line that I remember. Like and he says um, that he thinks the warmer and the colder mixed, and they made fog. And that's always stuck with me. That's like a fun fact, like colder and warmer mix, and then they make fog. That's how fog happens. But also makes wind, just in case you're wondering. Yeah, so it, it's just one of those facts that I just remember from, you know, Home Improvement gave me this one fact that I remember forever now. But, um, 
so they're in there and um, they find the, another cigar box and I guess like a chest opens slightly with like a green uh, neon light flashing through or something yeah it was like a trunk or something right according to google fog is made up of condensed water droplets which are the result of air being cooled to the point actually the dew the, the point where it can be no longer held all the water vapor it contains. For clouds, that cooling is also the result of rising of air, which cools from expansion. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that fun fact, Mrs. Uh, teacher. Google. Google. Oh. Go- Googler. I'm a Googler. I Googled Mrs. it. Googler? Because, you know, we can do that now, and I really think I would have done that a lot in the 90s if I had the internet and the Google and it had all that information in it at the time. Everything would have been fact-checked. So much more exciting. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so the green light freaks them out, so they're all like, okay, let's get out of here because we didn't know what's going on. Then they hear Tim's voice. Then they hear their parents? Yeah. Like, in the attic. And they're like, Mom, Dad, what are you guys doing here? And you can see, like, um, their forms are like up against the wall, like facing the wall. Like, yeah, yeah, like their back is to them, and I'm like, ooh, that's gonna be something. Yeah, and then something creepy is gonna occur. It quickly turns around, and their I don't know, their face was all distorted. They have and weird long. masks on their faces, uh-huh. and then they're like coming at them. Yeah, like a person wouldn't walk like that at you because they know you'd run into them, but the kids back up. But it's clearly like. It's like, like mannequins wearing creepy masks it's on so like weird. some kind of like yeah conveyor, and it scares them. They scream. Randy's like throwing punches, like getting ready to start throwing mm-hmm. punches, and then Tim comes up from uh, the uh, back behind some stuff because it is an yeah, attic, so there's stuff the there to hide behind. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, Daddy scared his little boys," and it's a big old laughter. Everyone's joking. Everybody and, comes out yeah, and they have their moment. Do you remember where the money's hidden? Yeah, I think it's in one of Dad's old cigar boxes. <clears throat> Man, what is this stuff? I can't see a thing. I don't know. Maybe Dad left the window open and the cold air and warm air mixed and made fog. Wow. I just remember something from Earth science. <laughs> hey, yes. I found the cigar box. Yes. Get out of here. Wait, hold on. I just see another cigar box over here. Which I don't think we need to explore at this point. Hey, boys. Is that you? Dad? Mom? If I'm not mistaken, I think Daddy scared his little boys, didn't he? Larry comes up. He invites Larry up to the attic. He's like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's all of his years of being a Halloween guy, whatever that is, he has never seen a family go through this much to just torture each other, which, you know. You should see us at Christmas. I love that yeah, I've seen all the Christmas episodes, though. They don't go nearly No, they as said, crazy. and you should see us at Christmas. Because apparently they're just saying we're worse at Christmas. Right, but I've seen all of the Home Improvement Christmas episodes. And they don't do anything like that, so I don't get that line. 
Maybe I think it, it was just meant to be funny. I guess. You should, like the whole idea of you should see the other guy. Right. Now the the part I find interesting is mm-hmm. then there's that moment where the stairs fall down, and they're they're upset because they think they're locked in. And then Tim's like, "I can take care of this. I'm the tool guy," and he starts jumping on the stairs. Right. Mm, but the thing is, is we saw them leave. We didn't see them come back because we were in the front room the entire time after they're gone. It looked like I thought. Mm-hmm. So then how did they get into the attic without anyone seeing them? They clearly had a way in from the outside, so it shouldn't matter. But then he wouldn't have been jumping on the stairs and he wouldn't have had the moment of funny when Al unprops the door from being closed right. and lets them out. So he Tim won't do anything to hurt himself, which actually let him hurt himself. <laughs> yeah, he fell right through the stairs, kind of like uh, Clark Griswold in the uh, yeah. uh, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> And actually, that was the moment that I mentioned earlier in this episode where I was saying, and I forgot that he had all of these Pratt Falls, I think Mm -hmm. they call them, or Prank Falls or whatever. I forgot that that was his shtick for the the show. And when he did that, I'm like, ah! But then I'm like, oh, it's a mannequin. I mean, or it's a dummy or something. It's like really obviously not a person. (laughs) But when I first saw it, I was like, like, ah! Yeah. Because I was worried he got hurt. But yeah, I was, do that. He was fine, and uh, Al was dressed up as the Million Dollar Man, and uh, I could not tell what he was supposed to be. No, at, at first, I thought he maybe he was supposed to be John Lennon. No, no, sorry, With some other musician. I don't think so. Oh, and, uh, you know the guy who plays the piano, and I think mm. he knows Kermit the Frog. Are you talking about Elton John? Yes. No, it wasn't Elton John. Uh, I thought he was supposed to be Elton John. He was wearing a very no, glittery outfit. He with was funny the glasses. million dollar man. That's what um, he was. You know what the million dollar man is? I'm He's sorry. a wrestler. Oh, okay. If you say so. Yeah. And uh, Wilson was a cowboy. So his face was covered yeah, by a bandana. bandana. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim falls and then he, he gets up all distorted and he puts his devil horns back on, on sideways or whatever. And uh, he fell from the attic. And that's the end of the episode, really. Then you got the something that a lot of 90s sitcoms did at the end of the show. They do oh, like yeah. bloopers. You don't really see that much anymore. Yeah, because you can just watch them on YouTube. Yeah, they don't have to take up precious moments precious from airtime. the time that they're allowed for the air because you can just look them up on YouTube later. Yeah, so that's probably why we don't have... Or they'll save them for the DVDs, which you didn't get a, a lot of because like, if, you, if you, they did release this show on VHS, you didn't have as much room. Right. You can't store so, it. And then, media. fun fact those stairs they had for the attic were very similar to the ones we had in the attic in the house that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But it couldn't go up on its own. Like, it was a whole deal to get those things to go back up. Oh, yeah. I have attic stairs in my house where the uh, central air is, and it, it's nothing like that. I mean, you, you can't fall like that with, the, with these things. Uh, it would if you jumped on it, it would probably unprop itself where you can safely go down it and not just fall right through. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I then mean, my grandparents had the same thing, but they, they were higher. But right. I didn't go in the attic there because it was just for Grandpa get the trains. Yeah, it was. What'd you think of the episode? I liked it. Um, if I had to rate which one I liked better, though, mm-hmm. I think I liked. Family matters more, and I'm not certain why. Who I don't know. If the family matters I episode thought that wasn't one was more funnier. Of 
Yeah, it wasn't like, very Halloween-based. The stuff based. that happened, I laughed out loud. But it didn't scare me. It didn't make me go, ah! Yeah, like, this one did. This like, one this did. one startled me several times. Mm -hmm. And again, I wasn't scared. No. I was startled. You were scared. I <laughs> needed to say that in a way that sounded more certain. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I like this episode a lot. Um, probably because Larry Hanklin, who played, you know, the Halloween Larry, he, he's one of my favorite actors who you don't really see much. Um, he was in a couple of other things. He was in Seinfeld for a while. And uh, for whatever reason, um, I like his voice to the point where when I had my book turned into a audiobook, I really wish I could have had either Larry Hanklin to to read it or um, Kelsey Grammer. One of two, those two guys. One of them oh, would have done. Grammar, that would have been. Would have done a wonderful job with the book because my book. I don't know if you guys ever read it, Existing Dead. It's on Amazon. It's really sad and depressing with a lot of the stuff that happens in this book. And with either Larry Hanklin's voice or Kelsey Grammer's voice doing the narration, they probably could have put so much emotion with their somber voices that it it would have made the book so much better than what it was than what happened with it now i don't um, know why but i kind of picture the guy who says bueller bueller <laughs> reading it too i can see that i don't know what's his name you know from uh, paris bueller's yeah off the uh, teacher like and ben he did the stein. visine commercials yeah ben stein we're back to visine back to visine in this yeah. episode so yeah that was uh the halloween season six episode seven if you guys want to watch it it's on youtube uh you can find it on youtube it's you can find it on amazon too if you find that scene which it has to be somewhere it's got to be somewhere i think even imdb it's under like a uh, like a fun fact of under that episode where there's like a missing scene that is yet to be seen from a lot of other people you, know you didn't dream it up no, I know I did not no, dream it. Because you know you didn't, because there's like it's in IMDb too, so it's not like you dreamed it up. You know it's right. Not. Someone um, I don't know, but it, it's so weird because I, I don't know if it's like one of those Mandela effect things where I just strongly think that Mandela? it happened. Yeah, you didn't ever heard of that where um, a lot of people have the same experience of you know something that happened before, but it wasn't true, like. Oh. Um, uh, the biggest one going around is the uh, the genie movie that Sinbad was in, but he was never in the genie movie. And there's, you know, thousands of people that claim yes, there was a genie movie. I remember watching a genie movie with Sinbad in it, and um, you know, people. But that was that basketball dude. Who Sinbad? There was a basketball dude that did a genie movie, Shazam. Uh, Shazam, uh, with Shaq. Uh, yeah, I don't know basketball players names but i knew he was a was he a football player he was a sporting person no he was a Sports lakers person. from uh uh Is that football basketball yeah i don't follow the sports right so that's I'm, pretty obvious now right yeah i know it's not like one of those it has to exist because uh, if it doesn't i will i don't know i don't know but i know it exists it's somewhere somebody out there that's listening help me out Help me find this missing scene. And uh, I won't give you a million dollars, but I will give you a million thanks. Yeah, and maybe a dollar. Maybe a dollar. And I'll mention you on every single podcast I do from now you on. You know, I'll, I'll send you a cookie. Yeah, April will send Unless you a cookie. Unless you're far away. 
and the postage is extra or something. I will pay for like, the postage. Sorry, Canada. Okay, if he pays for the postage, then I will even include Canada. Yep. Okay, well, that, I guess, is going to do it for another Halloween episode. Uh, still more postage Halloween episodes serious. coming up. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you guys like these shows, go ahead and give us a review on iTunes. And uh, it really helps out the ranking. And I got a lot of more shows coming for you guys. Uh, maybe Do you have not... a way for them to send you messages? Um, I think the email address, uh, thehalloweenpodcast.gmail.com is not taken. So I'm probably going to take that right after this episode. And I'd uh, love to know what kind of candy you hand out. Tell me what candy you hand out. And Halloween? Yeah, I want to know all of the people that listen. I want to know what they, what they hand out at Halloween. That is a good do question. Do you hand out a Ziploc bag of, of Reese's peanut butter cups that you found in your son's sock drawer? Yeah. Do you hand out soup? No, I don't. Do you hand out severed heads with melon balls inside? I wish I could, but no, I don't. I pick a different one every year, and I've been trying to be on the good side, so what I usually pick now is something I don't like. So I won't <laughs> eat it. I, if I lived in a community, I would probably be the guy that hands out candy canes at Halloween. Hmm, that would be a great way to get rid of the candy canes that nobody <laughs> from ate last from year. the previous Christmas. <laughs> yep. All right, so I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much, April, for hanging out with me and mm -hmm. watching Home Improvement. Seriously, I want to know about your candy, though. Send it all in. Yep, send it to uh, the Halloween podcast, which I'm pretty sure is not taken. But if it is, I will put a disclaimer at the end of the show. And you can send and your emails with a new email address. Alrighty. Then, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I want you to tell me what they say. I will do that. All right. Okay, thanks so much for listening. I, I look forward to knowing these things. I'm weird. <laughs> Have a good night. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. But we almost had you, huh? We almost had. Oh, I'm a Hollywood wash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're that too, you're but. That too. I'm a Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>